Hello, 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 world. It's your girl, Rose Gold, and you are tuned in for an episode on Heartbreak Hill Podcast, where we are determined to let the light into your life. Today, I am going to talk with y'all about a very, very, very important topic, and that is going to be jealousy. Mm, That's right, y'all heard it right. Jealousy is what I'm going to be addressing today. I'm going to break it down so cold for y'all that if you are ever feeling jealousy or if you know somebody that has exhibited jealousy, you are going to know how to handle it moving forward and hopefully never experience that again. So let's go ahead and jump right in. First of all, everything that I'm going to talk about on these podcasts, as y'all probably already know, there's going to be some sort of biblical reference to it. Why? Because as a believer of Christ, the Bible is the only place that I know where truth is determined. All right. So while my opinions are going to closely align with that, the end all be all subject matter of this podcast when it comes to subject matter is going to be the Bible. All right. And I say that because when we take a look at what the Bible has to say about jealousy, outright, automatic, it is considered a sin. That's right. Jealousy, envy, then whatever you want to call it, is considered a sin. And it is going to be noted in many different places in the Bible. Now, because I don't have time to go through the Bible page by page by y'all and point out all of the scriptures, if you take a look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 19, 19 through 21, there are quite a few things that are listed in that verse about uh, certain types of sin that people commit that will keep them from inheriting the kingdom of God. Now, inheriting the kingdom of God is not only, you know, being able to transcend into being with God, but then also being in his kingdom here on earth, you know, being in God's kingdom, being in his way and in his will from your life. It's very clear in this verse, in these verses, excuse me, that jealousy is one of those things that will keep you. So it says the acts of flesh are obvious, sexual immortality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Period, point blank. So as we can see, it's called out in a few different ways. It's called out as jealousy at first, then it's called out as envy, among the other things that we know are not right. These emotions of jealousy and envy and coveting your neighbor are considered to be things that will separate you. And that was one of my main scriptures I wanted to point out to y'all to prove to y'all of how serious this thing is. So now that we got the biblical reference and we know it's wrong, I want to kind of get into a little bit of definition work because the Bible will use envy, jealousy, jealousy, and then covetousness all interchangeably. Right. But they're all talking about the same kind of spirit. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I point that out because it will be the same for yourself um, or for a friend. So, you know, you may feel like that person is a hater or maybe you may have hater instincts inside of you. You may feel like I'm not really jealous because I'm not mad, but I'm kind of upset that they got something that I don't have. It's all the same thing, just got a different word and they have a different way of working. And this is what I mean by that. So envy. Right is basically a reaction to you not having something that somebody else has. 
You know, you can envy somebody for having longer hair than you. Period. Point blank. Now, jealousy, right, is basically the how I look at it is the fear or the threat of losing something or even somebody, you know, that we already have. You know what I'm saying? And that could even be attention. So, you know, I have the attention and I may feel threatened or fearful that this person who's more attractive or who's more successful than me may take that attention away. Or I have a husband or a boyfriend that I really love and here comes a pretty girl walking down the street and I feel threatened by this person's presence or I feel fearful by this person's presence because they may take what's mine. All right. These are my takes on it. So, you know, if you have Webster Dictionary, different definitions, that's fine. But it's how I'm going to break it down. And then the last one we have, you know, is covetousness, which is what the Bible uses as one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not covet. And for me, to covet is like an extreme desire to have something that somebody else have that you don't not, that you don't. And it's, it's different than admiration in the fact that you're not inspired by this person having more than you or you're not happy that this person has more than you. It's almost like um, you want it so bad you're willing to do anything to get it. You understand what I'm saying? So that that's what covetousness is. And all of it, all of it, whether it be envy, whether it be jealous, whether it be coveting, it all will keep you from living your best life. And I'm telling you the absolute truth. And we can see the results of jealousy and envy and coveting in the very first book of the Bible as well when we look at Cain and Abel. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biblical ways we can see, you know, this man killed his own brother out of a jealous rage because God honored his offering more than he, you know, he honored, um, he honored his sacrifice more um than he honored uh Cain's sacrifice. So Cain killed Abel, you know, out of just pure envy and pure jealousy, you know, and that is not absent from our world today. We have many people that are in our lives. We have feelings that are inside of us that may not make us kill people, but it will sure make us dislike somebody or it will sure make us talk about somebody. And this person ain't did nothing to you. You don't even know this person for Adam. Never even hang out with this person in no type of way, but you don't like them. Why? You can't find yourself able to say nothing good about somebody when they have it, when they have something you don't have. Why? Or when you do say something good about it, it's not heartfelt. You feel like you're only saying, you're only giving them a compliment because you don't want to be exposed as a hater. Now, these are really deep things that it takes soul searching to find out. But if you find yourself having these qualities, I'm going to tell you right now, it is stopping you from living your best life. And it's stopping you from living your best life, not only because it will stop you from inheriting the kingdom and the promises of God, like the word says, but jealousy and envy can cause you to do things that are out of character. I just mentioned a few things, like when I said talking about people and things like that, but how about even finding yourself doing more or maybe stepping outside of your character to try and top somebody out? out? Just because of jealousy or envy. That's craziness. So not only are you operating outside of God's kingdom, but now you also being somebody that you're not. So God don't even know who to bless. He don't even know how to take you to that next level because all you're doing is portraying to be somebody that you're not. You need to stop that stuff. If you have friends around you that are envy, envious or that are jealous or that covet or that you can just tell this person is always jealous, right? 
You need to pray for them. Okay, because it really is a spiritual thing that's going on. And like I said, the Bible points these things out as being consequences of the flesh or being um, signals that the flesh is working and not the spirit. It's a spiritual thing. Ain't no point in calling somebody a hater because they're just going to deny it. Ain't no point in coming to somebody, you know what, I feel like you a jealous person. So I'm, they're going to deny it and it's going to end up in an argument. And don't do that. You pray for that people. You pray for those people. You pray for yourself if you find yourself exhibiting these emotions. And what emotions am I talking about, right? We already went over what is jealousy. So I want to talk about what is some signs that you have jealous friends and what are some signs that you yourself may be a, a jealous person? So I already kind of touched on some of the stuff you may do. You may be talking crap or you may be have always something to say. But let, let's just dive into it a little bit deeper, right? One of the sure signs off bat, off the Richter, off the map that you can tell that yourself has a problem or a complex with jealousy and envy or maybe your friend or family member, right, has a problem with jealousy or envy, is comparison. I'm going to say that one more time. One for sure, I mean 100% sure way that you can tell if you yourself have a spiritual issue with jealousy or if maybe one of your loved ones, your friends or family members have a problem with jealousy is comparison. Mm-mm-mm. Comparison. People that have the capacity to always compare themselves to other people are victim to the jealous spirit because they do not feel accomplished. They don't feel validated. They don't feel whole unless they are the prettiest person in the room, the richest, or whatever it is that they're comparing. If they don't have that thing, and they don't have it in abundance more than everybody else, you know that that person or you yourself are struggling with jealousy. They're always comparing themselves. Like, well, I wish I had that. You know, just saying little stuff, well, well, my body looks better than hers. Sometimes it's not always something negative. They may start trying to compliment themselves, and they still are comparing. You may have somebody, you may say something nice about Janae. Janae has a really nice sweater on. And then here comes Samantha. My sweater is nice as well. Oh, I got a sweater like that as well. It's all the same thing. Stop that comparison mess, man. For one, it robs you of your joy and it stops you from being grateful for what you have. And all you do is putting yourself in a never-ending trap because there's always going to be somebody better, baby. Understand that and be okay with that. It's always going to be somebody with a better body. It's always going to be somebody with a better look than you. They're going to have more money than you. They're going to be more popular than you. It's just the way that the world works. And if ever you see yourself comparing yourself to somebody, you need to stop and pray. Because right there, little do you know, the moment you start to compare yourself, jealousy and envy are setting into your spirit. Now, for the friends that you have, that you always hear them comparing themselves to other women. You know, I'm speaking from a female perspective, but fellas get it too. Fellas, you got a homeboy that always compare his shoes to yours or how many girls he got or how many, you know, those different types of things. Or maybe, you know, back to the sisters, if you have a friend who maybe she's not comparing herself to you, but she may say some stuff like, I wish I had that. Or... You know, I can't find it in my heart. to. It's hard for me to be happy for people when I'm not happy. Or they may compliment you, but they always compliment you in a tone that is not really excited for you. They may say, oh, that's really nice. 
something good happens for you. Or you look at real, oh, you, oh, you, you, you cute. What? That tone don't match up with what you're saying, baby girl, and it's because it's not coming from the heart. It's coming from a dark, deep place, and it has nothing to do with you. Understand that jealous people don't hate you. Envious people do not hate you. It's what the issue that the devil has planted in them to make them feel like they're not good enough. So the issue is with themselves. And that's why you got to pray. You can't take it personal. You can't try to cuss them out, fuss them out. You can't do that. You have to pray for it. You got to go to the, to the throne because that's the only way to combat an issue like that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, if you also find that you have friends that are on uh, constant, constant defense about stuff that you say. And they're always trying to prove you wrong. That could also be a sign of jealousy. And here's what I mean by that. You and your friend are talking about a topic or an issue. And even though deep down in the spirit of that person, they agree with what you're saying. Or maybe they may understand what you're saying. They begin to argue with you. Or maybe they begin to compare stories with you. Understand what I'm saying? So it may not always just be something about them that they're saying. So maybe you may say, you know what? The other week I went to Los Angeles, California, and man, I tell you, it was beautiful. That was my first time being there, and I just had a great time. Now, instead of them diving into your experience, okay, instead of them acknowledging what you have going on good for you, they may say something like, oh, yeah, I remember when I went to L.A. It was cool. It was, it was all right. I've been there before, too. Now, hold up, partner. I'm not telling you my story so that you can respond to what I'm saying to you personally. I'm just sharing with you my experience and my journey. But why do you feel the need to feel like you have to top what I'm talking about? That's that jealous, envious spirit, and it needs to be broken. If you have friends that are like that around you, I'm telling you, you need to pray for them, and in the meantime, get away from them. Why? Because a person who is jealousy and envious of you, and they are operating in that type of fear, they cannot fully and truly love you. Read your word. And compare what I'm saying to what that word says. A person operating in that type of jealousy and envy, we already have, have come to the conclusion that it, it has something to do with fear. Right? Fear of losing, fear of whatever the case may be. So if they're operating in that type of fear, they can never truly love you. And it's 2019, ladies and gentlemen. We should be surrounding and overflowing with people who are willing to love us and who are willing to cultivate. I'm not saying you have to end this friendship. I'm not saying make a big old announcement because that's crazy to do too. But I'm telling you, get on your knees and pray and ask God to reveal that into you. If you have a problem with jealousy and envy, talking down on folks, can't stop comparing yourself to other people, you need to pray about that as well so that you can enjoy your life. The devil has all different types of wives and tricks and schemes to try and get us to do things and to feel emotions that are not of God. And once he can start get us to start feeling those types of emotions, we are that much further away from what God really and truly has for us. Okay, we know in our in our hearts and in our minds that God will never tell us nothing wrong. And so not coveting, being part of the Ten Commandments, and I know we don't operate under the law anymore, but that does not make the Ten Commandments any less important, okay? When you look at all through the gospel, like I said, I don't have time to keep, to, to go page by page with the Bible, but I want to tell you something for sure. Jealousy and envy is not emotions from God. 
And whenever you sense that in somebody, you need to pray for them. Whenever you see yourself behaving in that manner, you need to pray for yourself as well. I want to also end on this kind of last point. Jealous and envious parents raise jealous and envious children. Start it early. If you right now, I don't care if you got 12 kids, if you got one or maybe you're pregnant with one, and you find that you have the constant desire to compare yourself with others, or you're a jealous type of person, or you're always talking about people, pray for yourself and then pray for your children. Because those type of traits are generational. Understand what I'm saying? I know I, I've seen it one and too many times where the mother, she could be 70. But if she was an envious and jealous person or she always compared her children or she always compared herself and her children watch that, her children grow up to be like that. And it don't matter if they male or female children. They grow up with that mindset. And I remember my grandmother, Luda Pointer, rest her soul, great woman, great woman. She used to tell us, I can specifically remember her telling me that jealous and envious people are evil and how she would, you know, just instill, you know, don't be jealous, don't be envious. And my grandmother, she was a high yellow woman, she grew up in, 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 in the South, and she was always the, the, the subject of different types of ridicule because of her skin being, you know, lighter than most people in the South. She would tell me stories about how she was discriminated against by other darker women and how they would do jealous and envious things to her and so when it came to us her grandchildren i can distinctly remember her on several occasions telling me that jealousy and envy is wrong and how it will hurt you growing up and when i was a kid i thought she was nuts you know i'm I'm six and seven and four and three years old i'm not really understanding the importance of what she's saying until i got older right and as I got older, I began to see jealousy and envy being exhibited in different ways. And here's what I mean by that. Jealousy is not always about looks. Envy is not always about what somebody got. People can covet the way that other people love you. Do you understand what I'm saying how deep and how twisted this envy and jealousy thing is? People can literally be jealous of how other people interact with you. Understand what I'm saying, and it's all the devil. And if you if you're hearing this message today, and you are not on a place where you should be, which is jealousy free, envy free, comparison free, coveting free, I want you to lift up your voice right now, and I want you to say a prayer with me. If you have friends that are competitive, that are jealous, that are envious, that always want what somebody else got, that can't find it in their heart to be happy for other people, that are always trying to top other people when they come to, the, you know, them telling stories, they always want to be on top, they always, I want you to repeat this prayer with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for being in the midst of all of these people, Lord God. Your word says that where two or more of us are gathered, you are also there in the midst, Lord Jesus. I lift up and I open up the mind, the heart, the spirit, and the soul of anybody under the sound of my voice who may have had emotions of jealousy, envy, or coveting their neighbor, Lord God. If they know individuals who have had experience with any of those three negative emotions, I ask you right now by the power of the Lamb to break those chains, Lord God. Break generational curses of envy right now, Lord God, to everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask you right now, Father God, to put a stop 
to the spiritual demon of comparison, Lord God, and let each person be happy with what they have, Lord God. When individuals are seeing people that may have more than what they have, or when they are seeing people that may have an abundance of other things that they want, Lord God, let their heart rejoice. And let them be motivated by what they see, not upset, not envious. And let them not try to be like anyone else, but try to be motivated motivated by what you have already instilled in them to move forward in their life, Lord God. And a kingdom mindset so that they may experience your goodness and your grace, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my soul that everyone under the sound of my voice is able to hear these things. And they're able to execute these things under your divine wisdom and understanding. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you all right now for listening and tuning in to another episode of Heartbreak Hill. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be on here listening with me. And I thank you. God bless. And I will see y'all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heartbreak Hill Podcast. Our mission here is to use multimedia channels to break generational curses in our thought process. Our motto here is breaking hearts, blowing minds, one conversation at a time. Please note that our entire production is brought forth by listeners and viewers just like you. Thank you. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our website at heartbreakhillpodcast.com.